What's up, you guys? Minds and Mons. Yo, first off, thank you for choosing to listen to my podcast, My Faith Journey. Welcome to season two of this podcast. We're going to go through a huge topic about the heart and how we as believers should view it and how to cultivate it. When it comes to leadership, people focus deeply on strategic ways and logical ways when implementing their goals and dreams. We tend to be focused on our logical expertise instead of our feelings and heart. I remember this was a discussion I had with the credentialing assistant regarding leadership and the place the heart has when it comes to leading people. We both concluded that yes, strategic planning and administration is important when it comes to leadership, but the heart must be taken care of and be cultivated towards health. I don't know about you guys, but I remember the terminology and and there there was a couple memes that were out there of don't follow your heart, follow Jesus, you know, like people kept saying that on social media, don't follow your heart. Well, the terminology don't follow your heart is pretty intense because I remember using it for a sermon series about my testimony in youth ministry. And it was all about, you know, when I was a youth kid, uh, I followed my heart, trying to seek validation from people, seek validations to the things I'm doing to to pretty much build up my reputation and ego and, you know, trying to make sure people like me, like that was what my heart wanted. Now, I could admit that that statement is true. You know, don't follow your heart. We shouldn't be following our hearts. You know, according to Jeremiah 17:9, it says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who could understand it? You know, all this states that the heart is deceitful. So we automatically believe, yo, let's just neglect our heart. Let's focus on Jesus. Like, there's no point of focusing on our heart. Like, Jesus, you're my heart. Like, you know, like, you're, you're the pulse. And that's all great and said and done. But guess what? I think throughout this time frame of, of the things that I have studied and, and the importance of our emotions and feelings, like, they're valid. They're valid. And I believe it's beneficial for leadership to kind of investigate emotional health, investigate how to be a healthy Christian. Yes, we could build up leaders to be strategic. We could build up leaders to have all the all the things that they need to prepare for themselves for, learning how to lead a church and, and learning how to administrate and learning how to preach. And all these different elements are so good. Like, I understand that. I love that type of stuff. But guess what? I don't think this, this, this isn't a bad thing. Your heart is not a bad word. Your heart, following your heart, Really, it just depends what your heart is following for. It depends on what your heart is following for. Now, let me provide a different perspective regarding the heart. Now, while our heart is wicked and deceitful, and nobody can understand it, which is why we we turn towards God. We, we go to God, the one who created our heart for a reason. He created our feelings for a reason. They could be signals of things that are going wrong. They could be signals of things that are going right. We get impressions from our heart. Now, yes, it's wicked, deceitful. Yes, Jeremiah stated it. I understand that. But guess what? If God created something and the world and the sinful state has disordered it, guess what? I believe God could redeem it for his glory. And I believe God could redeem a heart to glorify him. Did you not know that maybe our hearts can be changed and renewed towards glorifying God and expressing his love through attributes that are not wicked or deceitful? You know, if we believe that we are created new, a new creation through what Jesus has done on the cross, then we must believe that we can redeem our hearts and feelings to line up towards what God has intended us to feel and pursue. If we are just stuck in facts, you can miss the experience. Just like knowing a person, you can know facts about the person, but you will never experience the individual if you do not spend time and emotional connection to know the individual. Now, 
Let's look at what David told God in one of his Psalms. Psalm 51.10. This is the common one that, that David said. The context is, yo, he felt he fell short with Bathsheba. You know, he did what he did, killed Bathsheba's husband to to redeem Bathsheba, and and you know, he fell short. He allowed his lust and and his heart to be to deceit him. Um, and this is why those that those situations happened because the wrong thing impacted his heart. For crying out loud, he was known as somebody after God's heart. Probably not the word phrasing for it, but you guys get he's he's he, he his heart was completely devoted to God. That he's known by that, but yet he fell short because he did not protect his heart and allowed lust to enter the heart and made it to the point where he fell short. Now, in Psalm 51 10, it says, It says, Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I don't know about you guys, but this is a perfect prayer for us as leaders to definitely pray to God. Like, God, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me daily because I know that we live in a in a populated world, a pollutionated world where we're going to get dirty. You know, like, yes, purity. Yes, let's 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 get cleansed and, and all these different things. But guess what? Just like a kid is playing in the playground, playing with sand, he's still going to get dirty. No matter how many showers he takes every single day, every time he's going to go to school, he's going to get dirty. And same thing with our Christian lives. Yes, we could be cleansed by Jesus, but guess what? Because we live in a sinful state, we're going to get dirty, which is why this prayer is an, ama- is an amazing psalm to say, hey, God, create in me a clean heart because I know that, that the world out there is polluted. And I know if I interact with the world in some shape or form, I'm going to get polluted, which is why it's a daily pursuit for a relationship with God to continually renew us and sanctify us. You guys, this is the best thing about this Christian living is that we have God who has our back willing, willing to be able to cleanse us. <laughs> it's so great to be able to experience that. You know, this is where he, you know, David fell short with Bathsheba. But guess what? He wanted God to redeem his heart. Now, if David believed that his heart could be redeemed, then I believe we as believers can ask the same thing. <laughs> Shoot, even when Jesus was preaching at the mountainside on the Sermon on the Mount, preaching about the Beatitudes, he even stated that those who are pure at heart will see God. Pure of heart, pure, P-U-R-E, pure of heart. Those with redeemed hearts will be able to experience God. That's how I view that, that verse. Those with redeemed hearts will be able to experience God, which makes sense because if you're not regenerated if you're not being sanctified if you're not cultivating that relationship with God to cleanse you to redeem you to restore you it's going to be hard for you to connect with God because there's obviously something that needs to be dealt with that you have not given to God which is why daily we ask God God forgive us for our sins the things that we know that we have done and the things that we may have missed we come to you as as surrendered people and that's what we need to pursue daily God Created me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me, help me live this life full of surrender, taking up my cross daily, daily. And you guys, I'm sta- I'm stating this not because I've done this, but because I struggled with this. It's it's difficult sometimes. I understand that, but this is why we need to have a balanced view of the heart. And this is what season two will be about. Season two, we'll, we'll be able to go through feelings our hearts can cultivate and how to navigate the bad feelings and learn to cultivate the good feelings that our heart should express. So guess what? Check back next week for my podcast, which we're going to go through what it means to have an honoring heart, a heart that honors God. 
So make sure you rate this podcast, you share this podcast, and yeah, stay tuned.